You're dialing in to the All Things Telesales Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lynn. If the phone is your weapon, this is your podcast. We're changing the perception of telesales. We're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission. We're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson. When we take care of the person, the calls take care of themselves. All right, my next guest, Killian, hit me up on LinkedIn, uh, personalized message, personalized video, and he's definitely talking my love language. So here we are. Welcome to the show, Killian. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Jake? That's yeah. the best introduction so far, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> loving to be on the show, man. I'm pumped for this. Yeah, man. Cool. So, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about having coaches and you hit me up recently with the the show I did with Coach Michael Burt, you know, who shared the 10X stage with uh, Grant Cardone at the Growth Con and just a really cool uh, guy, man, all around. He's like, does your coach have a coach? So I got to ask you, do you, the coach <laughs> Killian, have a coach? <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> man. And I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of just, you know, like having a coach, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually a fan of like having coach for specific things you want to accomplish right for right. some people it's more marketing related more business related i have a coach for mindset and for business and then i also have coach also for my fitness right for my uh especially i go a lot to also physiotherapists and mobility coaches helping me with posture and pain related things so yeah especially important for different areas where you're working on right now to get someone who's been there and then basically get the help from them right yeah for sure so, uh, so what are some of the things that you're most excited about right now? I'm excited about helping my clients, man. I work usually with a lot of agency owners or, or business owners, digital marketing, sales, and so on as well. And what I help them with is to actually optimize their energy and productivity. And right now, man, with everything going on in the world, a lot of people, you know, are either stuck at home or they're just, you know, mindset-wise also, you know, it's very harsh for a lot of people. So super important to keep up energy levels, to keep up your mindset and try to keep your head down on the things that matter man and stay productive and that's what i really specialize in and it's it's now more relevant than ever yeah for sure so um yeah i mean telesales it's about 99 percent mindset man you got your mind's got to prepare for what your body's getting ready to do you know the words that are getting ready to come out of your mouth and the conversations that you're about to have and so how does one go about getting their mind right that's that's an important one and i always see the connection between your biology your physiology with your mindset you cannot separate the two things the mind is in the body the body is the vehicle for the mind right so it's super important to realize man how is how are you taking care of your health how are you taking care of your state do you get enough sleep right do you eat good foods do you exercise and move enough right this is super important because you will just notice how you get in a good state how you're more pumped up how you're more excited another another point is also of course having a mindset formula having a mindset routine knowing really what drives you knowing also deep down your your values and your mission and so on but then importantly knowing okay i get into this day i keep a good body language i'm also largely trying to have a good posture super important right now i'm standing for example that helps me a lot and then of course making sure that this physiology you keep the energy high over the long term and that helps you drastically with your mindset yeah, for sure. Um, 
And what's standing up is a, is a pro tip that we don't talk about enough and tell ourselves as well too, you know, uh, standing up and your energy coming through the phone. <laughs> Yeah. 100%. It's not only that. For example, a lot of people, um, they're having sales calls or they're having meetings with their, their team, right? It's like you're more dynamic. You can walk back and forth a bit. You can walk around to your table. It goes back to having a standing desk. Super important. What I use myself is like an anti-fatigue mat as well. It makes it more comfortable to stand and also to move a little bit. Super important for your body. And that's it. You want to have a way to manage your energy throughout the day. And for example, I recommend as well having like, for example, a foam roller nearby, right? Something where you can really roll out your tight spots in your back and so on. Take some breaks uh, during the day. Super important to manage your energy. So you're also having that energy later throughout the day. Yeah. So, so what made you get on this journey of uh, the mindset and, and all this that we're talking about? For me, it was basically I studied business at college. I, I got a degree in international business and I was working in a multinational company in Germany, very well known, another one also in a marketing agency. So that's where I got into digital marketing and sales a little bit and so on. And for me, it was just a trigger point to see people have been doing that for 20, 30 years not very fulfilled about it, not much time for things outside of work and, you know, just having money, which is awesome, but not having time for health, not having time for, you know, uh, productivity or energy management for things outside of work, right? And that was something which was a trigger point for me where I said, okay, I got to have something where I, I do make money and that's awesome to have it, but I want to also have time for other things, making an impact and also take care of my relationships and my health, right? That's why I got into it. I, I basically got got better at this, the training certification and so on. And then I built my business around that. Yeah, that's cool, man. So uh, with that in mind, how, so you mentioned digital marketers, uh, which is a huge audience for us as uh, digital marketing people. So um, with that in mind, how do you go about helping me as a, as a digital marketer? I first go about optimize two things for you. One, number one is I'm going to optimize your daily habits. So the single most important unit for optimized performance, productivity, and energy over the long term is how you spend your usual day. And this is the signpost where I can see where I can improve things. First, I take an assessment with you. I look, okay, how are you spending your usual day? I have a Duro survey about this. We're looking at your how you spend your evenings, how, how your sleep looks like, sleep environment. We look at how you spend your mornings. We look how you set up your day structure, your daily schedule. We look at, okay, apart from that, do you move enough, get enough light? Do you exercise enough, right? All these kind of things that are important to have high performance and high energy during the day. And then we also look a little bit deeper beside the curtain because a lot of the times, you said it, mindset is 99% of it, right? And a lot of the times why people have problems with these things, with energy and these good habits, it's it's limiting beliefs, man. It's like things from upbringing, like basically not feeling good enough about that, having flawed ideas about certain things and so on. And you want to dive deeper into that, really discovering what has been holding you back, what beliefs from the upbringing and so on. And then step-by-step step, dissolving that, establishing new good habits, replacing bad habits um, there. And then step-by-step step, things will compound. It's the compound interest, man. Once you have new good habits in place, you're going to see it in the performance in your, in your personal life, but then also in your business as well. Yeah, for sure. And so uh, what I'm hearing is a lot of, uh, you know, self, self-belief t- 
type practices, uh, affirmation, you know, like just having uh, the I am statements. I am getting wealthy. I am. And I got it right here. Like, cause, cause, cause I am, I am everything that you talked about, like the, the upbringing. Uh, I was just telling somebody about this the other day was some, somehow we believe the lie, especially I come from Kentucky, USA, you know, and, and moved to Calabasas, California. So I went from like one of the most poverty stricken parts of the U S to, you know, the most affluent and, and the only way that I get there and be able to stay and maintain and go to next to level to level to level is is the mindset, right? Because you you're right. Our upbringing, you know how how do we go about shifting that mindset from our upbringing? Where you know we the people that are listening to this that believe the lie that you got to struggle, you got to cut your teeth on the phone, you got to struggle, you got to struggle before you can ever get rich. Like what what would you say to that person? Well, first of all, it is usually because you have a negative bias. You, you, your belief, what, they, what the beliefs do with you is they shift your attention, your selective perception towards the things that confirm your beliefs. So that means you're going to find the evidence of all the people who struggled and got successful like that. And you're like, see, that's how you got to do it, right? But actually, for all those people, there's a lot of other people who basically, it came with more ease. They worked on their mindset a lot, and that helped them a lot as well, right? So the first thing is you got to become aware. What is your belief? And then what, how is that belief shifting your selective perception? So first of all, you understand, okay, why do I believe that you got to grind so much? Well, probably you've seen your parents, your, your grandparents on in your mm -hmm. upbringing grind a lot. And you're like, that's how you grew up. And you thought right. like, wow, that's how it's supposed to be right? But then you realize now we're living in a totally different time where information is more available. You can work on yourself more. You have more opportunities, right? You don't need to be that scarcity based, you know, that like grind based, right? Of course, certain work ethic is definitely important and necessary, but it's not about that desperation. So first understanding where that's coming from, then realizing also how certain ways of how they raised you influence that belief and then with that awareness, starting to seek out new evidence, seeking out also those memories you have, but don't remember anymore. And that's funny, right? There's usually you only remember the stuff that confirms your belief right now. But there's for all these times, you remember the grinding stuff. You might also remember times where you've basically seen other people managing it in a different way, right? Or where you were able to also let go a little bit and it still worked out. And this is the thing. You need to start reminding yourself of all the things that happened already in your life where you behaved already the way that you want to behave more of, right? So if you want to be less scarcity-based and less mindset, uh, you know, like have a better mindset, you already think, okay, where have I been like that? And this is one thing people get wrong with affirmations. They just stand there and say, I am wealthy, I am powerful, you know, yeah. and all these things. But big problem with that is deep down, they're not believing it. They're like, right. man, actually, yeah, I'm saying this right now, but yeah. I don't believe it, man. And that's the problem. People, some people are more suggestible and other people are less suggestible, meaning you need to put a bit more evidence into it to, to, to um, convince them, right? So that means you got to really find, okay, what is the evidence for that? What is the proof that I'm wealthy, 
right? And then you got to come up with some bullet points and you put them after your affirmations. You say, look, this happened in my life. Boom. This is the feedback I got from a customer. Boom. This happened. I like to uh, use yeah. what I call the wall of love. You have yeah. a wall of love where all your customers, your teammates gave you nice compliments. You make screenshots and make an awesome collage of them and put them there. This is proof. This is not some stuff you came up yeah, and you right. wrote down. That's and this good. is the powerful stuff. This is then you're basically believing it, and that way you're shifting your mindset. Yeah, man, that, that's really good. So, so um, it was Kevin Dorsey who who's been on the podcast with me. He 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 made a post a while back, and and it talked about you know when you go to set your goals, remember why you can, remember why you can crush your goals. Re reflect back to a time where you remembered crushing your quota or crushing your goal. And then that way you can remember why you can. So whenever, and even make, and I even had somebody, I forget who it was that talked about writing a letter to your future self too. Mm. So that whenever you get down and out, you know, you, you have this letter that you could always pull back out of the drawer to say, yeah, this is a letter from my self. Whenever I was really at the peak what I felt like was the peak, but that's not the peak yet, you know? 100%. And you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Waltz. You, you probably know it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and basically what he says in that book is you got to bring up that winning feeling. That's a book feeling. I read all the time again. And, yeah. and what he says is it doesn't matter if you were tying your shoes for the first time as a kid and you basically remember, wow, that was success. It felt awesome. If you can remember that, and you bring up that winning feeling and you bring that into your mindset work, into your visualizations, into your, into your affirmations. You're actually combining an affirmation with an elevated emotion. And that's the way you change beliefs. That's the way you change your mindset, right? So this is it when I say, you know, like bringing back the winning feeling. Oh, wow. I'm actually reshifting my focus on something, some success from the past. And then you're starting to, to shift your belief. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you hear it all the time. Remember your why. Go back to your why. Uh, how important is the why? I would say it's very important because it's what, what builds up your macro motivation. So I, I like to, to differentiate between micro and macro motivation. And macro motivation is all about this, your purpose, your mission, your why, the thing that drives you, right? And sometimes you have simply those bad days. And then you're like, wow, I, I really don't know why I'm doing this and so on. But this is something which should remind you that you're on the right track, that you're doing this for the right reasons. And it's something which also will give you fulfillment in the long term. So you definitely need to have something like that. And I would say it's something which also will be refined and get more clear over time, right? You start with something, you start with a mission, you start with some values that are really important to you that you want to see being fulfilled each day. You're like, wow, growth or, or connection or, or adventure. These are all things important to me. For example, if you're not feeling fulfilled, it's likely that these things are not being met, right? So this is important. And then apart from that, you have micro motivation. Micro motivation is more like the momentum you build up over the course of a day, right? And it's very important as well. And that goes back to having good habits to, to basically make sure you're having good food and sleep well and so on and if you have that the micro motivation comes up so combining macro motivation your drive and purpose and the micro motivation through good habits this is where the magic happens so you need both of these uh, sides of the coin nice so also 
would talk about micro. So it kind of reminds me of micro goals and macro goals, you know? hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Right. It's, it's basically, you want, you want to break things down from yeah. the long term. Like what's your vision? What, what, how do you see yourself in a few years to yearly goals, to monthly goals, and then break this down to weekly goals. And then even to daily habits. What is the thing I need to be doing on a daily basis might be calls for, for sales professionals, right? Might be dialing those numbers so many times per day. Right. And that is something which um, is then connecting the dots micro goals things you do on a daily basis and then they compound and reach those uh, macro goals yeah so let's talk about that let's talk about habits like how, how do i go about um setting these high performance habits right like i mean probably a lot of people have seen or heard of the book by brandon burchard the whole you know high performance habits and then i even have the high performance habit um kind of calendar and then um i recently learned about the eisenhower Eisenhower matrix. You heard of that? Of course. Eisenhower decision matrix is classifying yeah. your tasks according to importance and urgency, 100%. And you're basically, you're interested in how to go about and implement all these things, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so how does one, I mean, what do you, what do you find works best as far as like uh, scheduling? Like, let's just say like, well, today, today as we are recording this, and if you're listening to audio, it is September 1st. So it's the first of the month. So perfect mm-hmm. example of how do I map out my month, Kelia? That's awesome. First of all, for all of you guys, like if you want to have my template on how to how to uh, <laughs> plan it out, I didn't yeah. prepare for this, but just yeah. go to killianmarket.com slash free. And there's my monthly uh, nice. debrief template. And that's something I filled out today, this morning. No kidding. Yeah. And basically it's a template. So how I go about this, I first review my past month. I look, okay, what happened? What were things happening in my month, right? Wins, things that happened just generally. I look through my calendar and I use also my daily dashboard where I track my habits, my performance, my sleep and all these kind of things. So I, for others, it's maybe a journal. Maybe you use a journal, you write down most important things or you, re- you review your planner, your to-do list, go through what has happened. And then you want to go over a few areas. For example, what skills am I developing right now? Right. And what do I need to double down the next month? What has happened in the last month that needs, for example, further adjustments, right? Things that I need to adjust in my business, ways to grow my business further. Then also ask yourself, okay, what are thoughts I'm currently having all the time? What is a problem that occupies my mind? And then basically you're doing a few different brainstorms of different areas and different prompts. And then you're simply collecting new tasks that inevitably arise from these prompted questions. And these tasks you then collect in your favorite tool. For example, some people use Asana, some people use Workflowy, Todoist, it doesn't matter. And you collect them in those buckets. And then from there, you line up, okay, I like to use this framework. Number one, what's a habit or skill I want to develop in the next month? Number two, what's a problem I'm going to solve and what's the way I'm going to solve it next month? Then what is my one thing for the next month? If I've had to choose just one thing that I'm going to accomplish, one thing, boom, what's the main goal, right? And I write that down. And then I always give myself three milestones that are basically the milestones towards achieving that one thing. Plus, of course, a due date, super important. And then at the end, okay, what reward do I give myself? 
for accomplishing all of that. That's, that's the framework. You find that also in the, in the debrief template I, I talked to you about. And then I use that. And then this is the guiding star for how, how I plan out my four weeks for the month that comes, right? I basically then look at, okay, those four milestones or three milestones, they're usually the, the biggest goal for each week. And then I break down these milestones into further milestones into tasks and put them into my week, right? So I use Workflowy for that. It's a nice free tool. You can use Asana. It doesn't matter. Key is that you start working from your calendar, right? Meaning you have a to-do list, which is awesome, but you can also, and you should, for example, you use an integration between Google Calendar and Asana or Google Calendar and Todoist, right? There's integrations where you create a, a task here and it shows up in your calendar as you're scheduling it. Super important that you have always your tasks in the calendar and then basically uh, you work from your calendar. And what I always recommend is to actually have a deep work block in the morning where you say, okay, I work on these highly important tasks, highly important, but maybe not so urgent. And then afterwards I put out these fires, you know, important and urgent, you know, like this client work and call here, call there, but making some time in the morning for creative work, for thinking time, for highly leveraged work is super important. And then you're collecting everything there and then you're plowing through the things step by step. And that should already help you a lot. Right. And then through through this uh, prioritization, if you will, uh, you should be able to determine at what point do you just get some virtual assistant, like out start outsourcing some of these tasks that you you begin to realize that um, you know my skill set that's a two dollar an hour task if I outsource it uh, that makes a lot more sense to spend my time more wisely on something that uh, you know that I could be working f- focusing on more high revenue. Right, hundred percent, and yeah. this is basically what this uh, matrix helps you with. It's it's these tasks which are usually either not important and not urgent, you know, like stuff that is not that important at all, or st- tasks which are um, urgent and not so important. It just need to get done, and you know, like highly repetitive stuff and so on. And you want to have assistance for that who would love to take that over, especially if you're a business owner, like as you said, digital marketing agency owner and so on, who have highly more important stuff to do, right? Highly uh, leveraged work tasks, you know, either, either they do their sales calls or they create SOPs. These kind of yeah, things are important yeah. for the business, right? And yeah. that's what you want to focus on. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed at how many business owners who have yet to take their business and map out an SOP. <laughs> that's so important because if you think about it, you ought to have a, a SOP in place, which SOP is a standard operating procedure. You want to have that in place for whenever you like, you need to start delegating, you know, the power of delegation, delegating some of these tasks. And you wonder why you feel overwhelmed. Well, you're feeling overwhelmed because you've got a lot of tasks that you should be outsourcing. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. And that, that's the secret of becoming a true business owner, someone who starts delegating. And then that's the thing. Many people are stuck in that freelancer mindset. Oh, I need to be available all the time. I need to grind. I need to work long hours. No, man, you don't. You yeah. need to start delegating <laughs> properly. You need to start separating your work time and your free time a bit so that you're also having time for your health and for your, for your sleep and for yourself a bit so that you're actually productive the next day because you're probably recharged. And that's how you stay in there long term. And then if you just grind all night, you're just burning yourself out and you don't get any results. Yeah. So it's funny. You're talking about grind, grind, grind. Every time you talk about that, I hear Eric Thomas. (laughs) 
<laughs> on Monday, I grind. On Tuesday, I grind. He talks about grinding every day of the week and then getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And he's like this hardcore dude on YouTube. But then I met him in person, and he was the most chill guy ever. My wife met him, too, and she, she was like, what? He didn't yell? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Look, very often these things are also just, you know, like – personas or something they, they like to pursue or like to it's like it's a it's a, it's a theme they have right but then yeah. of course what they do each day on their own and you know is a different story and if you talk to a lot of people most of them understand also high performance people are successful people the importance of sleep if you talk to jeff bezos he makes sure he gets his eight hours of sleep each day like you can of course have some sprints you know especially when you have kids and so on sometimes it just you cannot have it all the time i understand but right. making sure over the long term that you protect these things your sleep you know your health and so on super important otherwise you know like you're not going to be in there for the long term yeah facts yeah <laughs> you're just gonna drain yourself completely out man which uh yeah i definitely appreciate you coming on the show and and helping us uh learn how to recharge and how to how to get focused and set set out these calendars so we're definitely gonna uh drop some of these resources you mentioned several resources we're gonna drop them in the show notes thousand percent and outside of that uh and also your linkedin because i know you're on there you hit me up there uh, anything else that that we might want to tell our audience before we before we hop off here? You can you guys can just find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Just use my first name, last name, Killian Market, and also my website. We're gonna drop all of that in the show notes. And guys, super happy also if you're a listener to this podcast, have any questions about this, mention Jake or whatever. I'm super happy to help you out with anything just for free. Answer questions, no problem about that. Awesome, man. Well, don't threaten me with the good time. We appreciate you, Killian. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. It was a pleasure being on the show. Awesome, man. Visit allthingstelesales.com for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time. This episode was off the hook.